Hello and welcome back to the Across the Pod NFL podcast for the first of our four divisional round game preview episodes. And I think the first one, may as well start with the best one. It's Bills against Chiefs. Uh, the, the, I think the most recent, I think, NFL rival, you could say, uh, a game which for me personally is the best I've ever watched a couple of years ago in the same round. So it should be a cracker. And I am, as ever, your host, Andy Davis. And I'm this week, I'm joined by two guests, one from each side. First of all, in the red corner, with her today, returning to the show is Chiefs fan David Figgins. David, how are you? I'm all right. Yeah, um, I'm a little bit more buoyed by the performance last week. Um, Thanks for that. So, yeah, yeah, I'm doing all right. Thanks. Great stuff. And in the blue corner, all the way from Buffalo, is our returning Bills fan, David Kaprosh. David, how are you? We're good. We're good. Thanks for having me. Can't wait. Yeah, it should be a cracker. Those who are Bills fans, of course, do check out Dave's Hit the Showers Facebook page. Um, some great Bills content on there. Uh, do check it out. And I will put the link in the bio for this episode. So, as I said before, we are here for the Bills against the Chiefs. Of course, the Chiefs went through after a, a win, which I don't want to talk about really, but a win against the Dolphins. And the Bills <laughs> went through after a rearranged game on Monday Night Football uh, as they took on the Steelers and beat them. Fairly convincingly. Uh, David, uh, our Chiefs, David, over to you first. What was your take on the game uh, in the wildcard round against the Dolphins? It was the most comfortable I've been watching the Chiefs for for a while. Um, for probably this season. Um, I think that the defence is incredible this season. It's, it's quite easily, quite comfortably the, the best defence that that Patrick Mahomes has had um, in the in the six years that he's been a starter, um, and I think that yeah, I, there wasn't a there wasn't a point in the in the game even when uh, Miami got back into it. There wasn't a point in the game where you're thinking Miami are posing a major threat here. I mean, the the little devil on my shoulder was was whispering whispering in my ear every now and again, and particularly with the Chiefs older playoff history um that that was a little bit in there but i think overall yeah it's definitely the most comfortable i've been watching more or less any game this season yeah i think i think once again it proves that who really cares how you do in the first five weeks or even the first 10 weeks as the bills have proved recently you know they're they're the second seed in the afc they're in a divisional round and they were six and six at one point this year whereas teams like ourselves who were five and one six and one you know, beat Denver by 50 points, score 70 on them. First round of the playoffs, we crumble under, we crumble under the pressure and lose. So I think what the Chiefs have brought, but I think both these teams have really proved um, this season is that, and I think the Chiefs did a couple of years ago as well, when they made the AFC title game, is really the regular season is just almost like a preseason for them. As long as you get into the playoffs, that really doesn't matter. Obviously, seeding ha- helps a little bit, but all, but in the end of the day, um, you know, if you can just get in, that's the most important thing because anything can happen. And if you're hitting form at the right time, the final four weeks of the season, then you've got one of the best chances of winning it. Whereas if you go into the, into playoffs, you know, like the Eagles did or like we did, where you lose quite a few of your most recent games, then you're probably going to go out first round. We saw it with the Cardinals a few years ago. We saw it with the Steelers a few years ago as well. I think it just this proves again that, you know, really um, it's how you do in the final five weeks that really makes all the difference. Um but for you, of course, David, um, you've been, you were there at Arrowhead with the famous 13-second game. For me, personally, the best I've ever watched in my life, which I know brings you a lot of pain. I remember speaking to you about it in Buffalo in October, but how good is it for you, the fact that it's the first time you actually be able to host the Chiefs in the playoffs? 
Oh, it's been a long, it just seems like forever, a long time coming, finally getting them in our building. I haven't been to the, the last four games there outside of the AFC Championship game. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a treat unlike no other. It's going to bring back the 90s atmosphere, I believe, in that building, which, I mean, that, that goes without saying back then. But, um, yeah, it, it, it it's going to be it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I mean, two good teams. I mean, I love Andy Reid. I loved him when he was in Philly. And, I mean, what can you say about Pat Mahomes that, that nobody hasn't said yet? I mean, classic quarterbacks, a great atmosphere. Again, finally back in Buffalo. And this this should go down as advertised, this game. I think it won't, it won't disappoint, for sure. I think as a neutral, I certainly um... – Obviously, I think we all know who I'll be cheering on a little bit more than the other, but I um, you know, I think it should be a crack of a game. I don't think it could quite live up to that game in 2021 season, but I think we'll get a good game. And I think that for Mahomes, it's, you know, he's on already on 12 wins, which is amazing. And he, if he makes a Super Bowl, you know, he could think tie for third place of all time playoff wins for quarterback. But this will be his first game that isn't a Super Bowl in the playoffs where he plays it on the road. I mean, to have what your first six years of your career starting have five straight home games in the eighth half of the game and not yet actually play a road game in the divisional round or the World Cup round or the title game is such an amazing stat. So it's Mahomes' first time doing it. Does that does that worry you at all, the fact that he is going to be doing something that he's not done before, um, playing in Buffalo in the playoffs, but also in Buffalo as well, and also doing it as a road team rather than in Arrowhead? Um. It's amazing that you just, you know, everything you just said, that he has not played a road game in the playoffs since he was better chief. I mean, that alone, I mean, even Brady can't even say that. And we all know how good his career was. But, um, yeah, I mean, he was here in 2020 in the regular season with no fans and, you know, in a steady rain. And, I mean, that that sucked just watching that on TV that day. But, um, you know, fast forward to, you know, the playoffs of this year. Um, I don't know. Nothing else that I haven't already said. It's just it should be it should set up for just a, a fantastic game. And echo Dave's comments. Um, yeah, the Chiefs defense definitely um much. I mean, they've always had a good defense, but I think this year, you know, I wouldn't say it's carried the team with the struggles they may have had a little bit offensively. But um, yeah, it's it's definitely gonna be a challenge for uh, yeah for the Bills off. Yeah, and I think that it's you know. It's really two, I think, two or three best callbacks in the league. I think I'd have Allen probably third and Mahomes one. Um, and I think it's two electric teams. And I think that, yeah, I don't I think Diggs is maybe not the same been the same player recent times, but you still got uh, Khalil Shakir, you still got Gabe Davis, who you know, nicknamed Big Game Davis for a reason, and you know, you've got uh, Dawson Knox and Kincaid, and Kincaid has actually been really good in recent weeks. Remember, we saw him against Buccaneers, um, what was it, week? Ten week where wherever it was in, in October, uh, we saw them then, and you could see it's all then developing. You can see the kind of play he's going to be, and I think since that game we watched together, he's taken his game to a whole new level. So I think to have that and have obviously the likes of Travis Kelsey there, you know, two great defenses, especially um, you know against the pass, um, uh, great two great defensive lines. I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, I was going to ask Davis anything, but he seems to have disappeared. <laughs> now, of course. Um, one thing I want to touch on with you, David, was the fact that we um, we talked about it in the Cowboys episode uh, with our Cowboys Packers preview, where I think what ended up being the case for the Cowboys was, again, obviously they were 
outplayed in many departments. But I think one thing that Dallas has, I think Buffalo has to a certain extent, is getting over the hump and getting over that mental block. And I think that the Cowboys have this issue, the pressure of being America's team, have not made an NFC title game for 20-odd years. Uh, you know, and this, it seemed to me they thought it could be their year to make that game and play probably the Niners. But for you, does that almost, you know, with the way it's gone on recent years, you've got the 32nd game, you've got the loss against the Bengals, you've got the loss against the Chiefs in a title game a few years ago. And, you know, I'm going to mention it again, get your bingos card out. Um, four Super Bowl losses in a row. I mean, there's a big mental block with this team. A team has never won a Super Bowl before. Do you think, you know, on current form, I think both teams are fairly even, but do you think that could almost be the thing that hurts you more than anything else? The fact that it is that mental block, as well as being not playing into Chiefs, who have beat you guys twice in the last four years in this sort of stage of the of the playoffs, um, or the, this sort of at this point. So for you, does that does that worry you? In fact, is that a concern for you? The fact that this team hasn't yet, certainly in the McDermott Allen era, uh, gotten over that hump and made a Super Bowl or made a second title game. Um, I think touch on the past with the, the four Super Bowl losses. I think that's that's so far in the rear view. I think for them right now is um exercising those demons of those two playoff losses to that team. Um obviously 13 seconds. Um compared to last season at this time. I think they're in a total different mindset. Um you could see it, you could hear it, you know, pre-game, post-game. Um, during the week, you know, after practices, they are just in a different mindset. And I think defensively, as much as they're beat up right now, and I am not using that as an excuse, because since that Philly game, McDermott has has drawn up some 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 defensive schemes to, to keep this team, you know, in, in games. And offensively, right now, they're you know, we get Davis back on Sunday, which looks like it's going to happen. I think they're the healthiest right now at this point in the year. I think in the last three. Um, so if, if Kansas city wants to get into another shootout right now, early forecast for Sunday out here, it's going to be in the low twenties, a dry track, no wind and no snow. So kind of like what we, you saw for the Pittsburgh game, as long as that track is dry and nothing's falling from the sky, I expect, I expect that this game in the upper twenties, maybe even in low thirties as, as a score. So. And of course, you mentioned that you were, of course, you, you live in Buffalo and you were at the game. As you always are for those games, you were at Orchard Park. And obviously the whole talk was around the game, the fact that, you know, they were, the game got moved from Saturday, it's from Sunday, 1pm Eastern, 6pm UK time to, to Monday. Um, just how, for those who, you know, who haven't been to Buffalo or those who, you know, have lived under a rock with NFL fans, how would you describe what that, someone who actually lived in the area when it was happening, how would you describe the weather and how how bad was it? Well, how bad still is it? Um, well, not to play meteorologist, but having grown up here my whole life, you get a you get a I'll do a quick a, a quick analysis of this. You get a wide open Lake Erie waters until it freezes. You get the cold air, it picks up that moisture, and that's what that's what the, the word lake effect comes in. And it snows and the snow band will just literally go like right now, it's up north of the city. And it's supposed to move back down. So it just kind of, it's it's like a little little thin band. And it just kind of oscillates from north and south um, when it sets up. And right now, it's up in the north towns, up towards Niagara Falls. And later this afternoon, it's supposed to swing back through towards the city and back towards Orchard Park in Hamburg, where the, where the stadium sits. Um, yeah, they were not playing a game. That Pittsburgh game that was scheduled on Sunday, that wasn't happening. <laughs> It was it was so bad 
not so much where I was because Saturday, Sunday afternoon, it wasn't really snowing until Sunday night, but down there, and I'm, I mean, you know, you've been here, I'm 15 minutes northwest of the stadium and it's pretty close. And that, that's insane. Those snow bands set up and they're not wide. They're probably 15 to 20, maybe uh, miles wide. And they go the, almost the full length of the lake. And once that sets up, if there's if there's no oscillation of that band, it'll just sit there and just dump and dump. I mean, you look in three to four inches an hour, whatever that is in in uh, in metric <laughs> that I learned in school. Um, it's a lot of snow in a short period of time, and like I said, and with and it was windy over the weekend, and it, you know you you throw the winds mixed in with that many inches of snow falling at, at in an hour. Yeah, it's a it was a mess down there. And I got down there Sunday after, you know, Sunday or um, late Monday morning, and the sun was out. The roads were clean. Um, they were ready for football. I mean, I will say, having experienced with you, that is the by far the best ever tailgate I've ever experienced. That was just that was some day, and um, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to um, certainly when the Bills stadium is nearly one Bills. I can't wait to watch Bills Dolphins there because I think that will be um, a hell of a show. Yes. So what do you think? We'll, we'll we'll touch on the dolphins for a second. What do you what do you think? No, I, I'd I'd rather not. This is a, a cheese build episode, but yeah, no, I I think I I'm pretty sure I said to you my thoughts on it the other day. I mean, it's I've said it before. I've ne- uh, pretty much since the podcast has been a thing. What 2021 season it was, and or was it 2021 the two? But either way, it was um you know it, I I said a while too. It just I I think that for a while you know I think he's definitely improved, and I think that. Um, the coaching's improved, but I think there's so much flaws in both those areas. Daniel just appears to every big game just completely abandon the run. Tua just constantly makes mistakes or, you know, throws double coverage time after time again. Uh, doesn't seem to have that sort of... I think Josh Allen has his mistakes. He's, in, he's very turnover-friendly, but he can also win you a game in a two-minute drill, fourth quarter, you're down by six. You would almost bet your mortgage on, on him doing that for you, whereas I don't think... People like, you know, um, certainly the Rams version of Goff and and two at the moment. Just don't, don't, and that, I think Dak is in that same category now. Just don't seem to have that ability to do it when the chip's down. And I think, um, you know, when when you're winning games, they look great. And when you, you know, you're at home and you're perfect weather, you look, you look great. But I think when the chips are down, you're not in your normal surroundings. It can often, um, it can often do that. And talking of new surroundings, I mean, we talked about before, uh, our Chiefs version of David, uh, with uh, with with our Bills David, the fact that Mahomes has yet to play a uh, a road game in the playoffs that isn't a Super Bowl. So for you, Chiefs David, um, how you feeling about that? The fact that he's doing something he hasn't done before, and do you think that could even be a factor? Or we can talk about the drop pass all we like, but do you think that that could be an issue? The fact that Mahomes hasn't yet done it, apart from the Super Bowl, um, not in our head in the playoffs. If I'm being honest, I think it could go. The other way, um, in the sense that Mahomes, particularly in the playoffs, hasn't had many games where the Chiefs have been the underdog um, or or the perceived underdog, as it were. And Mahomes, as we've seen countless times, will use literally anything to try and motivate himself, like Jordan-esque type um, motivation techniques. Um, Like when he, he came fourth in the in the NFL top 100 and he did the tweet with the little notepad and, and pen. Um, and then he won MVP the season after. Um, and j- just little things like that, where he, he's just a, 
he's just a born winner. He's just a a, a winner by in his DNA. Um, and I think that he he in particular will will, will turn that. But I think the defense as well, uh, led by um, the CEO of Sac Nation, Chris Jones, um, will will use that to their advantage. Um, I think it's a little bit different in the sense that um, Miami, for instance, were going from um, some pretty lovely temperatures in Miami um, to to come into freezing cold. Kansas City, whereas Kansas City go into Buffalo, albeit with some inclement weather conditions there, um, it is not too dissimilar. Um, that said, if there's any team that I didn't want to face in the playoffs, it would have been it would have been Buffalo um, in in the AFC. Um, I, I genuinely would have rather faced the Ravens than than Buffalo on on this side um, because. Again, Josh Allen, bomb winner. He just he, he again he will do anything to motivate himself to to get his team across the line. Um, but I think in terms of historic matchups, it would probably be a little bit more. It'll be, it'll be a little bit different um, because I think it's been a bit of a gun show in in previous um, encounters um, and. I don't think that will be the case, particularly with the cold weather. I think defenses will have a have a lot to say um, when it comes when it comes to the game. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm I'm sort of I flip and flap. I don't know if you've you know I've been on this podcast a couple of times now, and I I kind of do that where I have the the angel and the devil on either side. That one of them saying, "Oh yeah, the the Chiefs will do really really well," and then the other side of going, "Well, remember the." Uh, Steelers playoff game where you where you lost without kicking it without uh, the Steelers scoring a touchdown or um, <laughs> the game where um, the Colts came back um, with with the highest uh, highest comeback ever. Um, so, but yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting because it'll be interesting to see how Mahomes does on a road game, and not just Mahomes. Most of these players will have not played a road game. Um, for the Chiefs in the playoffs. Um I can't think of any other than maybe Kelsey. Um maybe Valdez with the Packers, maybe or I'm just thinking with the Chiefs, the Chiefs in particular. So the the road game a road game with the Chiefs, I think that there's only really anybody that predates Mahomes is probably Kelsey and then and then that's it. And and I can't think of whether he played a road game in the playoffs or not. Um, so it would be interesting to see how they deal with that, having to go in there, having the crowd, which is obviously one of the best in the NFL, um, um, and having to deal with the pressure of going on a road game in the playoffs. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, and I think that, you know, it's, it's, you said we're completely right there. It's not as if... If someone going from a hot conditions to cold or vice versa, it's someone going from somewhere cold to somewhere equally as cold. So it's um yeah, I think interesting with him. And I think that I think we all know it's gonna happen at some point. I think it was inevitable. He couldn't have kept all these years playing games at home. And he could even have two road games if the if the Ravens beat the um Texans and the and the Chiefs do beat the Bills, then that's two games in a row. But I think, you know, um 
I think, yeah, I think the fact that you can go into a Super Bowl, win the AFC and become the third most playoff wins for a quarterback is, I think, just speaks volume as to how good his career has been so far. And I think he's already a top five QB. And I think that if he wins Super Bowl again this year, I think he goes into um, probably top three territory. I think Montana and Brady have got a, a lot more high, higher amount to climb, but I think certainly he'll probably overtake maybe Manning and Elway and people like that. So I think yeah, it's certainly for his legacy, he'll want to try and do that. Um, but of course, he needs to be helped by his receivers. And that's been probably your one weakness this year, which in years gone by, I mean, it wasn't the case when you had Hill and Kelsey both firing, but been a lot of drop passes in this this season, particularly, you know, and, and Kelsey, um, you know, has looked slightly on the decline. He's, I know he had pretty much a thousand yards this year once again, but, or just under, 16 yards under, but he does, he's 34 now, he's showing some decline, signs of decline, but I think otherwise, you know, Valdez Scatling from dropping some passes, Kadarius Tony, Rasheed Rice has been great, um, but does that worry the fact that the receiver help just hasn't been what it has been for Mahomes in recent years? And yes, you've made the playoffs, and yes, you've uh, beaten the Dolphins, but, um, you know, there's points this year, they get the Raiders game, they're not a good team, and you had problems against them, and um, do you think, is that maybe the biggest worry of you? Because the defence, we mentioned just then, the defence is playing excellent and getting better every week, and it was great against the Dolphins last week. Um, shut them out in all three of the four quarters. Um, so does that that one part of the game potentially worry you, the fact that it's basically it's Kelsey or no one? Um, I, I think Rasheed Rice proved on uh, on the weekend that he, he's a legit contender to be an, a, a number one wide receiver. Um, and I think throughout the season they've been trying to figure out because it, they've been trying they've been trying to um, do wide receiver by committee and I think Mahomes is finally because I thought it would happen a lot earlier because um, again with Mahomes you just think that he's naturally going to figure things out I think that he's he's figured out where he, he feels safer to throw to um, so uh, Watson is is a more safer throw than say Kadarius Tony. MVS rarely features um, McCall Hardman I'm still not a fan of McCall Hardman, but um, Mahomes trusts him. Although saying that, he dropped a, part, a couple of passes on uh, on the weekend. Um, so, but I think if you've got Rasheed Rice, and then obviously um, I, I would argue that Kelsey's probably had a, a downturn season due to coverage rather than him him maybe showing signs of aging. Um, he has had a couple of drop passes, but I think that's just been across the board. Um, and I think it's more of a worry for for other receivers such as MVS and, and Tony than it is for for particularly for Kelsey. But I think the one thing that has has certainly helped in recent weeks is the emergence of I'd say well you can say emergence, but uh, the dominance of Pacheco Isaiah Pacheco at running back, and I think that certainly helps particularly with play action. Um, that it's helped create a bit, a little bit of space for um, some of the receivers, um, particularly in in the slot. And I, I like the fact that Pacheco's such an angry runner. I mean, you you wouldn't if you were watching the game and watching some of Pacheco's highlights, you wouldn't have realised that it was absolutely freezing because he was just knocking people over and running as angry as he has been since we picked him up in the seventh round last season. Um, so I, I'm. I'm not as worried 
about the receivers as I was because I think Mahomes, particularly in the playoffs when it's crunch time and he needs to do it, figure th- figures things out. Yeah, and I think that, yeah, he, you know, we mentioned more about just quarterbacks that, you know, don't have that big game, Gino, you look to a Dak. But I think, I can imagine, for, I think both of you, but particularly yourself, and I think Texans fans will be in that same um, you know, same uh, category now, and I think Packers fans over the years with uh, Favre and Rogers, you just go. And, I mean, you must. It must be nice to go into games and just have that safety net, knowing you know your quarterback can just win you games like that. And I think that I'm still waiting for that to happen with myself. But it must be so nice for if you both to have that quarterback where you know that even if things aren't going well, they could just uh, flick the switch on and um, turn it around. I think that's stunning that. You know, I think Josh Allen probably hasn't yet, like Mahomes, had these big playoff moments. But I think this year is his chance. I think if you can beat the Chiefs, make an AFC game, I think that will, you know, but if you, I think if he loses again, it'll just be even more of a talking point about him not beating the Chiefs. But I think if he can beat the Chiefs, which he hasn't done yet in the postseason, I think that's a big, big game for his legacy. And I think that, you know, the, Raven, the Ravens, a, a similar thing, they haven't yet done it in the playoffs either. I think both teams, you know, will be equal, or I think, particularly Ravens and Bills fans after their most recent playoff heartbreak in the last three, four years, they'll be both Lamar Jackson and Allen will be really keen to show that they can do it. And I think it's going to be really interesting if Allen does beat uh, Mahomes. And that's where we're going to end the podcast now with our predictions. So, Bills, David, what's the score going to be? Oh, goodness. I hate it. <laughs> and, of course, who's going to win? <laughs> um, yeah, obviously, I'm, I'm picking the Bills. Um Again, like I said earlier, weather should not be a factor. I look for, you know, we could see another divisional game from, you know, two seasons ago. It could be 35-31 Buffalo. Bill scored 31 in that weather last week, and it's and it's going to be a just a tad warmer. Not that that matters for this Sunday compared to Monday uh, Monday afternoon here. But, um, yeah, I think it's just going to be – all hands on deck, pull out the pistols and let's fire. And I said, 30, I'm thinking 35 31 Bills. Well, as you say, David, buckle up. Buckle lay now with the cold weather, as I say, layer up and buckle up because it's it's going to be a wild one for both teams. I, I literally I can't wait. I've been waiting for this matchup to come to Buffalo for a long time and it's here and I can't wait. <laughs> It'll be so good. Um, Chiefs, David, for your winner and score prediction. Um, I am a little bit more reserved. I think it'll, it'll be a little bit, um, a little bit of a quieter game, particularly with the weather. Um, I think it will be, but I think it will be a reverse of the game that happened in uh, January. I think it will be twenty seventeen, but I think it will be to the Chiefs. Okay, well, as the neutral, I have probably the most interesting decision to make. Um. I've I've been tossing and turning. Um, I, I've been planning this podcast a few days now. I've been tossing and turning as to who I think is going to win. I think there's definitely reasons for both. I think Mahomes has that so far. Unlike Alan, the playoff resume, but the Bills are at home, and um, you know that makes a huge difference. And I think that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go for the home team. Um, so I'm going for the Bills to win, uh, and I'm going to go for a. You know, I've been saying the Chiefs all year to win the AFC game, but I just have a feeling the Bills might do it. Um, so I'm going to go for a. 27 to 20 win for the Bills, but um, you know, I, I still, you know, my 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 picks are the Chiefs to win it, but I just have a feeling in this one game, I think they could beat the beat the Chiefs and the fact that at home, 
uh, could be the could be the defining factor. Uh, but that is where we'll end the podcast for today. So once again, huge thank you to both Davids for coming on today. No problem. Thank, thank you for thank you for having us, David. Good luck to your Chiefs. Yeah, good, good luck to the Bills. And for what it's worth, I think if the Bills do come out on top, I think they'll win the whole thing. Do you reckon? Interesting. Yeah. I, I still think the 49ers for me are the even if the Ravens win the AFC, I still think the Niners win it. I think they're just me pound pound the best team. Uh, one of the one of the best coaches in the playoffs at the moment in the league in general. Uh, I just think the Niners have got overall. I think for me, I think it's their time. I think they're going to do it. But the AFC, I think it's so wide open. I think NFC for me, I think it's like I think for me Niners are clear of they're way clear of the lines for me. They're way clear of Packers. Way clear of um. Achieved the fourth team that comes now, but I think the AFC is so well. I can see the Bills winning. I can see the Chiefs winning it. I can see Stroud winning with the Texans. Um, so I think there's and Ravens obviously got probably got now a two-time MVP as their quarterback. So the AFC is so open, and I think that really I could make a case for all four teams winning the AFC. Yeah, I I would throw with the AFC. I could see out of five teams, three being AFC, Chiefs, the, the three the three we mentioned, Chiefs, Ravens, Bills, and 49ers. I think one of those four I could see winning winning the whole thing. I think we've got to look at I think well actually question I thought of this now actually is I think we all think nine's gonna make it but I think who's the one team you think could do it? Because I think personally I don't think like I think the Packers are more likely to make it than the then the Lions, personally, I think that they have to beat the, the Niners on this weekend coming up. But I think the team they've got, the young t- core they've got in receivers and quarterback, I think this team for me, I think, is um, a team that's really no one's really taken seriously, I don't think, at the moment. So I think I think the Niners will be clear, but I think the Packers, I wouldn't be shocked, especially if they beat the Niners, I can see them beating the Lions and I can see them beating the... Um, this is the fourth team, did you, who's the fourth team in the NFC? My mind's gone blank. Who's Oh, Buccaneers. Yeah, I, I can see the Packers beating Buccaneers and the Lions. I think if they could beat the Niners, I wouldn't be shocked if they're a team in the Super Bowl. Wow. But that's what I'll end it for today. Um, this has been the Across the Pod podcast, our Bills Chiefs divisional round game preview. I've been your host, Andy Davis. This has been our two Davids, and we will see you guys for our next game preview.